to Only Trying to Help, the podcast where we try to help you be helpful to other people. My name is Dr. Kate Watson, and I'm thrilled to welcome you to season 11 of our little show. When I say our show, I'm referring to all the guests who have contributed over the years, my original co-host, Leslie, who still pops on from time to time, and of course, our loyal audience all around the world. Uh, together, we have made this show possible. So I cannot thank you enough for continuing to return over the years. I'm going to open this season the same way I opened season 10, by reading an email from a listener who wrote to the show. Uh, so this one's from Kylie. Kylie is a mom of three boys. She's been happily married to Ryan for five years She has a fabulous group of friends from college, and the five of them have been like sisters since freshman year, she says. Here is a small segment from her email. I love my friends dearly, but I'm afraid we're at an awkward phase of our development. Out of the five gals from college, four of us are married and have kids, but one friend, her name is Allie, is single. Sometimes Allie wants to do things that don't feel aligned with the lives that the rest of us are trying to lead. She wants us to take week-long beach vacations, just the girls, not husbands and kids. She wants us to get drunk and stay out all night, sometimes even on weeknights. She pops over my house with a bottle of wine and expects me to sit on the couch and chat with her all night. And sometimes... The rest of us talk about planning a trip for all the families to do Hershey Park or Disney World, but Allie shoots it down because she doesn't want to do a family-friendly trip. We've talked about trying a camping trip, but Allie seems to envision it with a lot of alcohol. I feel like a bad friend because I want to do things without her. I worry that she feels left out when we all talk about our kids I love her and I want to navigate this well. How can I help her feel included? I don't want to leave my friend behind. Okay. Thanks for your message, Kylie. Let's let's break this down a little bit. So first of all, I, I think you know this, but let me just get it out of the way. You obviously have every right to build the life that you want. And if you envision a life with your husband and children, camping and taking trips to the Magic Kingdom. There is absolutely nothing wrong with that. And I hope your friends would be happy for you. All of your friends, even Allie. I guess I can't guarantee that she will be, but, you know, I would hope for her to be excited for your happiness. Second of all, I'll say, you know, Allie's happiness is Allie's responsibility, not yours. I guess the tricky part of this is if you're going to do something with your friends who have kids and Allie gets left out or feels left out, 
that may be a concern. If I were you, I would just be completely upfront about it with Allie. I would just say, this is the trip we're taking. This is the agenda for our family-friendly list of things to do. Whoever wants to join, please join. Whoever's not interested can sit out. You know, we'll bring you back a t-shirt or something. It's fine. And Kylie, I think you probably knew a lot of that. Maybe you're nodding your head thinking, yeah, I know, I know. But here's the part where I want to challenge you a little bit. And you might be surprised about what I'm about to say. But I think some things were kind of slipping out in your email that maybe you didn't even mean to say. From your message, I get the sense you actually look down on Allie for her own choices. And I don't just mean the stuff that's easy to judge, like going out all night and drinking a lot. I get the feeling that maybe you judge her for being unmarried or not having children. And of course, you did not come right out and say that. So I, I know that was not in your email exactly. But it's sort of implied in some of your comments. You wrote about leaving her, quote unquote, behind. Like as if you're in a race and you're winning and she's losing. You worry that she feels, quote unquote, left out when you talk about your kids which sort of implies that maybe you assume Allie is longing to have what you have or that what you have is objectively better than what she has. What makes you think that Allie is sitting around thinking, I wish I had a husband and kids. <laughs> you, you write about the situation like as if you have a million dollars and she has $5 or, or you're perfectly healthy and she is dying of a terminal illness or you have some amazing career and she hates her job, you seem to be coming from a place of feeling above her or ahead of her. Maybe ahead of her is a better way of saying it. And you're not. And I guess the reason I'm bringing it up is because it may be why you're so tortured over how to handle this. If you are looking at Allie like some poor, you know, unfortunate soul, well, then, yeah, of course, you're going to worry about being sensitive to her needs. But if you saw her life choices as just as good as yours, and you viewed her as an equal, maybe you wouldn't worry about it or pity her or stress about how to act around her. I can't obviously read your mind and, you know, and I, I certainly can't speak for Allie. But if you're not sure how to navigate these things, just ask her. Avoiding the subject or whispering behind her back only confirms that you think being single and childless is too terrible to talk about in an honest way. That you need to dance around it or tiptoe around it and, and treat the topic with so much sensitivity. I guess my view of this is that, Kylie, you decided that this is a touchy subject, not Allie. And I guess I'm asking you to consider why you think it's a touchy subject. What does that mean about how you view folks who are unmarried? And I guess I'm not really sure I answered your question, which was how do I help her feel included? I mean, I guess 
to me, that's simple. Just include her. And if she's not interested, respect it. Go without her and have fun. Don't look back. Don't don't spend your Disney vacation worrying about poor Allie. She's probably fine. <laughs> you have every right to go enjoy yourself. And if you're not, that's a decision you're making. And if you feel sorry for her for missing out, you might be making an assumption that she wants what you have, that she wishes she was on the Disney vacation. And I guess I'd encourage you to be careful about that because if Allie notices that you're feeling that way or you see things that way, you might end up with a bigger problem on your hands. I guess those are just my thoughts for the day, Kylie. I do sincerely want to thank you for writing. Um, I suspect I took your email in a different direction than you expected me to, but I hope it I guess I hope it helps you reconnect with Allie and and keep this fantastic friend group that you've held together for so long. Um, and I guess I'm just thinking maybe everybody, you and Allie and all the folks listening, may benefit from the fact that you wrote in today. So I'm just really happy that you did. And to the listeners, be like Kylie, <laughs> right, right into the show. Send your messages to kate at onlytryingtohelp.com. That's kate, K-A-T-E, at onlytryingtohelp.com. I would love to hear from you. Take care, folks.